Drink of wine. Matu Ferrata Nectar. Okay. creeps that's what i've decided upon okay that works <laughs> uh welcome to another episode of don't touch that it's haunted a podcast where we talk about all manner of spooky macabre and taboo subjects i'm grace and uh for the beginning part of this uh is with me is adam yay <laughs> okay so um I w- we were just talking about this. Uh, I've decided that at the beginning of every episode, um, I'm going to talk about just like new business and uh, maybe like corrections or something from sure. weeks prior, whatever. And I wanted to come up with a, uh, a spooky name for it. So we're going to call it Tightening the Chains. So I've never been able to really say on the podcast what platforms we're on because I don't know without looking it up um so right now here is where you can find us you can find us on google podcasts spotify breaker radio public and pocket casts um soon to be available wherever you get your podcasts so look out for that you could probably get you on the alexa but you can't well because i'm on spotify well yeah yeah we can get jake on the alexa that's true that you can get tinfoil radio on your Alexa. Just say, Alexa, play tinfoil radio. Also, I'm sure that uh, if you're listening to this right now, I've just set off your Alexa and I am sorry about it. So also say, Alexa, play Don't Touch That It's Haunted on Spotify. Um, all right, so another thing I've kind of been, I'm, I'm getting a little bummed out because um, Halloween season is almost over. So I've just been thinking about stuff that I can do to keep on spooking, I guess. So uh, podcasts that I've been listening to all spooky season that uh, I'm going to keep listening to so that I can keep it going. 13, you need to listen to this. It is so good. It comes out once a month on the 13th of every month. And each episode is a different like horror story. And um, it's just like all, you know, voice acting, whatever. Oh but God. it's there's this music underneath every episode. And it's just like so relaxing. But it's like the writing is so good. So, 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 so good. You would really enjoy it. Um, another one is This Podcast is Haunted, which is one that I've been listening to for a while and is super, super dear to my heart because I'm a part of the, uh, the Facebook discussion group, which are the most amazing, selfless, most kind human beings on the internet. Like if you need a break from the internet, go to this podcast is haunted discussion group. I I just, I can't talk highly enough about those people. Plus the podcast is just awesome. It's uh, two awesome ladies talking about haunted things and it's really fun. Also, um, if you go on the Facebook page, be prepared for a lot of dick jokes. Damn. We love a good dick joke there. Yeah. Um, another one is The Ghoul Mates. I just started listening to this one. Uh, I really like it because I I feel like they're a lot like what we're trying to do on this show. And it's a, it's a husband and wife and they're just talking about all kinds of like Halloween related stuff. And I really dig it. Um, Tinfoil Radio, as we've said many, many times. Bam. Uh, right now they're doing their Satanic Panic. Um, and like I've said before, they've done like cryptids and stuff like that. So they've got some spooky stuff on there. Uh, another really good one is spooked and that is real people telling real stories. And it's very, very good. Um, another one like that is radio rental. And the host of that show is Rain Wilson playing a character named, uh, Terry Carnation. (laughs) It's, it's really great. It's like, um, so it's set up like you walk into this video store and he's like, Ooh, let me play you a tape. And then it's a real story from a real person. Like oh my it's, God. it's really good. So that's, um, spooked is more like paranormal stuff. Um, possession, sometimes like creatures, whatever, uh, radio rental is some like ghost stories, but it's a lot of like, 
I was walking at night and this thing happened. Like it, very, very good. Um, if you're into the Satanic Panic, season two of Conviction and season six of Uncover are very good. So those are some spooky got, uh, podcasts to keep you feeling the Halloween spirit. Um, also, if you have Shudder, and this is not an advertisement because they are not giving me money yet, uh, Shudder has so many like horror movies, scary movies, just everything under the sun. And they've got some really, really great originals. Yep. If you've been following along with my Halloween movie marathon, I've watched a couple of them, and uh, I just wanted to quickly highlight a few. The Cleansing Hour was phenomenal. I just, oh my God, I cannot talk about this movie enough. Uh, it's two guys who they do a web series where um, the the one guy is a priest and he's uh, performing exorcisms, and each week it's a new exorcism. But here's the thing: the show is fake until one day. And the like, uh, the producer. So the main guy's best friend, his fiance, actually becomes possessed, and it, it's just it's very, very, very good. It's very well written. It's very well acted, um, and it's got oh shoot, what is his name? He was in The Haunting in Connecticut and uh, the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. Anyway, I he's in a lot of horror movies, and I love him. Um, Host is very good as well. Um, it was created and filmed entirely during the pandemic it's a uh, it's a webcam movie where these these friends you know they can't be together because of the pandemic so they're doing a seance online and it goes wrong oh my god um it's i'm not a big fan of like webcam movies like found footage movies but this one is so good it was like it was a very familiar story but it was super fresh and it was one of those where there are jump scares, you know, there's going to be a jump scare and they know, you know, there's going to be a jump scare. So they just like drag it out as long as they possibly can. And it's phenomenal. Um, another one. And you watched part of this one with me. Um, Hell House LLC. It is a it was very good. It's a found footage movie about um, a haunted attraction where 15, 18 people die and nobody knows why so this documentary crew comes to figure it out and they find these lost tapes and it's very good i've never quite seen a found footage movie like that um like with that story and it's very good um also if you are looking for a tv show on shutter uh they did a television series of creep show you know the the classic horror movie from the 80s i think um and that's very good as well so that's what I've got. So what we're doing this week is a, uh, a kind of Halloween special since when we're recording this, Halloween's in three days. Um, and again, I'm a little bummed because it's going to be over. But so we're going to ha have some, uh, some friends on to talk about some different Halloween memories and stuff. So let's get the ball rolling. Oh, um, I should announce because I don't know if I'm going to cut it in there when I'm editing this. Um, so the friends that we're going to be talking to are uh, Rachel and Andrew Gomez, who they just got married two months ago. They did. So yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, also on their interviews, there's a lot of background noise and stuff. Uh, there may have been drinking involved. So there's... There was. There's some, they were day drinking. There's some like... It. Well, me and Rachel went to a paint and sip, and you have to drink when you go to a paint and sip. Also, this was at like four o'clock in the afternoon that we started, and then when we recorded, it was like seven, eight o'clock at night, so it's fine. Um, also, Jake Williams, who is a friend of the podcast, um, he's been on technically floor. my employer, I guess. <laughs> I don't get any money for this, but whatever. Um, yeah, we gotta have to talk with him about that. What I do. Hell, Where's my money, Jake? Also, I should mention that uh, Jake lives in Des Moines, and I didn't want to drive the two hours to get his audio again. Um, so he edited his own, and he added this uh, kind of spooky music underneath it. And the plan was that I was going to do that for all of the interview clips. Um, but I'm having some te technical difficulties, and of course, I waited until the literal last minute to edit this. So there's going to be a little inconsistency there. Um, 
but it should be all right. What was your favorite Halloween costume that you've ever worn? I don't know. I don't really dress up for Halloween too much. Probably Timmy Turner, because that one was pretty awesome. That was pretty great. When we went as, uh, you were Timmy Turner and I was Tootie. Yep. I went to a Halloween party and I got to make all these uh, Timmy Turner jokes. Yeah. I ran up to a group of people and was like, I love to stay, but uh, some rich tycoon is destroying an old Western town. Rumor has it, it could be Doug Dimdum, owner of the Dimsdale Dimdum. <laughs> and this one girl just laughed and she just thought it was the funniest <laughs> thing ever. And then they told me, they asked if I was late for a, uh, Chip Skyler co concert, so ran out, and then my buddy Luke, who was dressed up with his now wife as Doug and Patty Mayonnaise, mm -hmm. uh, he just followed by me going, ooh, is that the one where the beats are open? <laughs> and it was like so smooth too, because someone was like, hey, aren't you late? And you're like, ah, oh. and he just like straight, he's like snapping his fingers, he's like, oh, is that the one where the beats are opening? Like bouncing. <laughs> and we've used that great. one for... For Comic, for Comic Con, yeah, and you met that guy that was not dressed up like Chip Skylark, but looked exactly, exactly. like Chip Skylark. That was really funny too because I just spoke, <laughs> like, Did, are you cosplaying? He was like, no, no, I'm not. And um, I was like, oh well, you're dressed exactly <laughs> like Chip Skylark. Like it, he had the red hat, black hair, red jacket. Like it was. And uh, one of his friends just started laughing. He goes, "You do look like Chip Skylark." <laughs> so we got a picture with that, and we also got a picture with a. Uh, a Cosmo and Wanda that we were interviewing. Yeah. So we, and they asked to get our picture. Yeah. So we've gotten a lot of use out of that one. But I think this year is going to be the best. This costume? Yeah. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, so my favorite costume, I was in the fifth grade, and uh, I was obsessed with Little Shop of Horrors, which if you haven't seen it, do that right now. It is a musical about, um, it's going to sound weird, but go with it. It's a musical about a man-eating Venus flytrap that's in this little flower store. And uh, Rick Moranis is the lead in the movie. Oh. I know. And it's just, it's it's weird. It's kitschy. It's, it's very, very fun. But anyway, so I was obsessed with this. And uh, my mom was making all of my Halloween costumes back then. And she, it was, oh my God, it was so cool. It Out of um, sheets of foam, and then wire she made me like the head of a venus flytrap and um so that obviously went like around my head and then my torso was a stem and then i had uh little leaves that like slipped on my hands like mittens and then uh like my waist down was a flower pot and it was the coolest costume i've ever seen i've ever worn and of course not one picture exists of that costume and i'm very upset about it hey y'all it's rachel yeah i like it no i like it <laughs> okay so tell me your favorite halloween costume that you've worn my favorite halloween costume was when i was ariel the little mermaid because i looked fit af how old were you? I think I was 19. <laughs> so sounds about right. Yeah. So uh, tell me about it. Like, what did it what did it look like? So I made this purple bralette and then... You I, made it? I made it, yeah. And oh. then, of course, I um, added the little beads. Right. And then I found this, like, really dark green skirt and I had all this seashell crap on me. I just loved it. Just uh, your name. name All right, we call you Gomez. That's so if true. I call you Gomez, yeah, sure you know. Right. I that for everybody, I guess. I went as Gandalf for one of our Halloween parties at uh, my fraternity. Nice. So, what did you? Were you Gandalf the white? Gandalf the gray? What were you? Gandalf the gray. Yeah. Was, uh, we had, like we hand stitched a robe together, a hat, and then like glued a bunch of cotton balls together and like spray painted the beard and had a staff. It was pretty good. I love that. It worked out pretty well. So it was like a straight up DIY costume, right? Yeah, well, nice. Well. It worked out pretty well. So like you were like, what, in your 20s, 19, somewhere in there? Yeah, I'd been 20 probably. Yeah. What's up, everybody? I am Jake Williams. You may have heard my voice on podcasts like Tinfoil Radio or Loud Sports. Those are what I do to pay the bills. Not really, because I don't make any money doing it. 
Patreon.com slash Radio. <laughs> I've also appeared on this uh, podcast before, but uh, this is a very special episode, as, as you probably know as you're listening. Grace has some cues. I'm here to give some A's, so let's jump in. First question, uh, what's your favorite Halloween costume you've ever worn? So that is a loaded question, I think, Gray. Should specify, because I don't know if I'm a kid or if I'm an adult. I've had good, um, as of late, I feel like I've had some good ones. I had uh, Party Ross, which was originally Bob Ross, but then as the night progressed, I unbuttoned my shirt a little bit, let loose, and I looked like... um, Red Foo or Red Fro? I don't remember. From uh, LMFAO. So uh, <laughs> that's one of the my favorite costumes. I think overall my favorite costume of all was probably when I was the Nutty Professor. Eddie Murphy's Nutty Professor. Not problematic because I didn't do something that would have made it problematic because my parents were smart. Uh, but I actually did that, like most of that in character as a, as a silly kid. Also a big fan of the Husker uniform. Being a Husker football player for Halloween was another one of mine. All right. So what is your favorite um, haunted house memory, either being in one or going to one, like a haunted attraction? I have no idea um, when this was, how old I was, or where it was. But it was my first, I was pretty young, maybe 10, because I was freaked out. Now I wouldn't be, but I freaked out. <laughs> when you're 10, you've never seen these and things. I did, well, I, I thought it was just a, just a normal not scary hayrack ride. Oh no. And then it turned out to be a haunted hayrack ride. Don't get me wrong, I, I enjoyed it. I switched. I was just really confused the first time I saw somebody die. I was like, what the? <laughs> but, but I, I remember looking around and everybody like, are we going to do something? But everyone was just like, huh. spooked out. And then I was like, oh, okay, it was planned. Because yeah. right. then I saw the guy who was dead. I looked back and he, after, after we got past, he, stood up and walked away. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, I think my, so mine's from when I was an actor in our college haunted house. And uh, one year our theme was phobias and I designed the bug broom. And so I was like, I'm going, it was like my second year designing, I think my third year in it. And I was like, I'm going all out. Uh, so I figured out from Pinterest, how to make it look like one of my eyes was missing. And I'll post a picture of this because I'm so proud of it. And uh, so basically it's a, I cut out a piece of black sock and I um, using like, you know, removable adhesive, whatever, like party store makeup stuff. um, I glued it to my eye and then I made this stuff called moulage, which is like fake skin. And I put that all around it and then just some fake blood and a fake cockroach. And it was really cool. And then I did um, like these sores on my arms to make it look like the bugs were eating me. Oh my God. Yeah. So that one was really cool. And then um, also the year before that, my first year designing me and uh, my college best friend, Abigail Bowling, um, we did the, cause I think it was, it was like fun house um, or like freak show or something like that and we did the cannibals and so yeah so there were three of us that were cannibals and then there was one guy that just played a dead body and then abby was like a ballerina that wasn't any good so they threw her to us and so people would come around the corner and she would jump out and start screaming and i'd start chewing on her leg it was pretty cool so i've been to several haunted houses you met like an actor in haunted houses like abandoned houses that were like (gasps) haunted okay so first tell me about that tell me like your your favorite like actual haunted house experience okay so i live in a small town um over in sydney nebraska and we have this so-called haunted house that's out in the country it's an abandoned house and um there's like i mean like it's your typical haunted house right kind of deal but like the word murder spelled backwards and like like in the house yes yeah is yes. that is that like the lore of the house or like somebody broke in there and somebody broke in there but and did it also okay been like some weird things like we've seen like some baby doll head there's been a dead deer in there that was like cut in half some crazy okay stuff. so like what's is there like a lore to the house or it's just this abandoned house that creepy stuff is in creepy stuff is okay in. yes 
How many times have you gone? Um, I've gone like two times, two okay. or three times. But I would say that I've only walked about halfway in before being like, oh my gosh, I can't Like I'm anymore. done? Yes, yes. <laughs> that, so is it like a two-story, three-story? Like what is it? It's a two-story um, upstairs and a basement. And the basement is where you like just can't even. So you've never been in the basement? I've walked to the stairs and it's just pitch black and it's so silent and I I just cannot make myself go down those stairs. Don't do it. The house don't do it there, and I don't know if I could go back. So you've, you've <laughs> met like the top of the stairs. Or you've gone to the bottom of the I've stairs. I've been in all the rooms um, at the top of the stairs, but I have not been in the rooms in the basement. Don't do it. I've reached down the stairs, and it's just too dark and too spooky. Rachel, it doesn't end well. Don't do exactly. it. <laughs> I I decided to stay upstairs. Okay. Not really. Generally, yeah. trying to stay away from those things. Right. Have you ever been down Seven Sisters Road? Well, yeah, I've been yeah. down with that and some of my buddies in high school, but never anything any, anything worthwhile. I mm-hmm. mean, I guess the creepiest thing that ever happened is we like got out of the car and left the car on. Uh, I walked down the road like the light shut off in the car, and then we thought we like heard something in the bushes, but probably not. Shit. Okay. Um, and then just like the typical shit you make up, like when you go to like cemeteries and things that you think you see things and whatnot. Right. But, no, like I refuse to like play with Ouija boards and shit like that. Yeah, do not. Absolutely not. Do, do not. That's, I played with one one time. I was home alone. I was like 14 years old and I set it out and then I went to like go do the dishes or something and it came back and it put itself away and no one believes me, but it put itself away. Yes, yeah. Like, like, used to keep one under his bed. And... He had one in his closet for the longest time. It used to be under his bed. Adam, why did you have a Ouija board under your bed? Why? I have no idea. What's your favorite haunted attraction memory? Either going to one or being in one. Well, I don't know why you would say favorite being in one, Grace. That's horrifying. Uh, but I'll, I'll give you I'll give you two. I'll give you one that doesn't, didn't really happen to me, but I remember the story. And two, uh, I remember the, the my, my one of my favorite haunting attracted attractions. I uh, was in Nebraska City growing up in a small town. Uh, there was this one house that was by, I want to say, um, the uh, elementary school. It wasn't the middle school. Uh, and it was by there, and it was this really big house. It wasn't, like, cra- super scary, but it was kind of cool because, again, it was a local homeowner that, you know, had some kids that he hired to do to be the, 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 the actor's. I'm sure he probably cropped some from the um, theater department. But it was the first Halloween I'd had in Nebraska City. I just moved there. So I didn't have a lot of friends, but I was in the process where I already had some friends. I already had kind of the click that I was in, but I was meeting more people. And I actually met a lot uh, more people through that and uh, became good friends with those kids. And that was a lot of fun of experience. That's all I really remember from it. (laughs) I don't remember... Uh, necessarily the haunted house itself because I don't think it was really that good because let's be honest nothing in Nebraska City is really that good but uh, it was it was really fun and I enjoyed it so that's probably my favorite now uh, uh, a haunting encounter that didn't happen to me but happened to my dad uh, you know I now that I think about it, I don't really remember that memory I'm sorry guys I, I I tricked you I bait and switched you I'm sorry it is what it is I I'm I really can't. The more I think about it, it's not that good of a story, and I don't remember a lot of it, so because it didn't happen to me. All right, next question: Have you ever had a spooky encounter? Uh, uh, spooky encounter. The spookiest encounter I would say I had was I was sixteen or seventeen. I was young and I was dumb, and I, th- I I'm still pretty skeptical of the supernatural. Uh, but I was really skeptical of it when I was a kid, or I just didn't care. Like I wasn't, I, you know, as a teenager, you think you're indestructible, right? And you can just do whatever you want. You're not worried about it. So I, I messed with a Ouija board. <laughs> Don't worry, we burned it. Uh, but I, me- I, w- I messed with a Ouija board. I believe Adam was there, friend of the show. I hope he's a friend of the show. He's the fiance of the host. But anyway, uh, he was with me. We had some other friends, and... The whole thing was we were playing with this Ouija board and we managed to conjure this boy spirit. You know, I don't, are you conjuring? I don't know the proper verbiage. 
Uh, but the, the trick was to prove that he was really in our presence, uh, He, I was putting my hand behind my back, and nobody could see me. And I was putting out numbers. Sorry, if you hear my dog. Cooper. Shh. Uh, sorry, guys. Um, and I had I was holding up numbers, and the kid was guessing the numbers. And the kid was actually surprisingly guessing each number I had. So I was really like, oh, shit, this is kind of weird. This is freaky. I don't know. And then... Uh, another way, because this kid was kind of a, a prankster, I feel like, like kind of a, like in his normal life, kind of a jerk, maybe I don't know. Uh, but uh, I said, you know, we wanted another way for him to make his presence felt, and then there's nobody else in this apartment, uh, just us sitting around the Ouija board. And uh, anyway, uh, and uh, there were definite footsteps sounding from the kitchen that we were in in the apartment and they were the only ones there could it have been somebody from downstairs no i don't think so because it's very distinctively sounded like boots on uh, a, a nylon kitchen floor so that's pretty spooky is that spooky enough for you all right so as a child what was your favorite um halloween candy or treat that you would get at a house when you went trick-or-treating i don't think i really cared you just wanted candy just wanted candy yeah, yeah I, I can't remember um i guess but now it's reese's mm-hmm. because of the pumpkins that's true yeah. love the reese's pumpkins okay. um mine was we had this house that they handed out coupons for a free wendy's frosty Ooh. Yeah, so that was always my favorite. We'd have to be like, we have to go to the Frosty House. So, oh my gosh. Okay, so we all love the houses that hand out the full size candy bars. We all did. Yeah. I mean, like, but there was one house that handed out toothbrushes. That's so lame. Okay. That's Were so they lame. dentists? Yeah. Okay. That makes lame. <laughs> but I think, you know, I'm going to have, you know what? The Snickers bar has always been one of my favorite. Right. Snack size or large size. I'll take it any size. Either or. Do you, <laughs> do you, is it, is it like, um, what about it? Just like the nuts, the nougat, like all of it? All or? of it. Like okay. it's just a perfect blend of sweet pleasure. Okay. <laughs> sweet pleasure. I like it. Okay. So now as an adult, you can buy your own candy whenever you want, but Halloween is a special time. What's your favorite Halloween candy now as an adult? Obviously, you have to buy the Reese's that are the pumpkin shape, the season yes. shape, you know? When you were a kid, what was your favorite Halloween candy or treat that someone used to give out? Oh, geez, that's, you know, again, that's, that's a hard question because there's so much good candy out there. Probably why I have such bad teeth, you know, all the good candy out there. Um, as a kid, as a kid, I would say I most consistently would lose my shit <laughs> with uh, a Reese's any form pumpkin or cup doesn't matter what shape I'm just a big fan of Reese's alright let's go to the next one I don't know how fast you want me to do these Grace so I'm just gonna blaze through them uh, now that in our let's try that again now that you're an adult and can buy your own candy wh- what's your go to Halloween candy again I would say it probably had to be Reese's also Snickers, like a lot. I really like those small Snickers, especially if you can get like uh, peanut butter Snickers. And now they got like crunchy peanut butter Snickers, and it just blows my mind. We're in a whole new level of uh, we're what a time to be alive, candy wise. All right, so what's your like staple? Halloween season movie. It can be a scary movie. It can be just like a fun, spooky movie. But you have to watch it every Halloween. Probably the Frighteners now. That is a good one. Good one. Michael J. Fox. Scary Ghosties. Oh yeah. Um, and it's based off Stark weather, which is cool because it's Nebraska. Right. And uh, well, it's not really based off it, but he's right. heavily influenced. Right. Right. Because that's the. The killer dude he keeps saying that like he got one more than stark weather that's right so that's a very i don't even know how to categorize that movie because at first you're like oh it's like a fun kind of darker family film and then you're like oh no this is just scary like yeah. it's oh my god i cannot express my love for that movie enough 
the Halloween movie. And if you disagree with me, you're wrong. The Rocky Horror Picture Show. I have to watch it every Halloween, like on Halloween Day, or it is, it's not Halloween. I got you. You got to do the time warp. You got to like, you got to strut when uh, Frankenfurter is singing Sweet Transylvania. Like, you have to. And so. now we have in our lives the Tenacious D cover. Oh my God, that came out last night. I I guess I heard it last night. I did not know how much I needed that in my life. I listened to it again today. Jack Black just like goes for it. Yeah. Oh, it's well, good. Give Kyle Gass a little credit too. The no, yeah, yeah. Don't, no, don't just the guitar away. riffs. Like, but my point is that Jack Black's voice is perfect for this song and i didn't know how badly i needed it but i needed it oh hocus pocus okay yeah okay i mean i like scary movies but hocus mm-hmm. pocus is like an original you have to watch it every october or like what are you doing right exactly you know? so like what's your favorite horror movie then like oh. s- scary movie i don't even know honestly one of my favorites is probably this is like, I don't even know if this is a scary movie, but I like The Purge. I like that. That oh, counts. Saw. I like the Saw, Saw movies. Okay. Do you just like the first one? Do you like the whole I series? I I like the whole series. You do? Okay. Yes. That's, I do too. I watch, so I watched the whole thing in the same weekend and it fucked me up, man. It's it messed crazy. me up. Yeah. It's cr- I love it though. That's, do you have a favorite one of the series or you just like the series? Just the series. I need to rewatch them all again. Yeah. Definitely. I have them all. Let's do it. We'll do a whole weekend again. Oh, yes. Please. For sure. Yes. Probably The Conjuring or Sinister. Okay. Yeah. Those are probably my go to for like scary movies. All right. So, like the original one for each of them, like Conjuring 1. Oh, yeah. I think the other right. ones get worse. They do. Sequels usually do. Yeah, I'm, not, so, I'm definitely not a fan of Sinister 2 was okay, but it wasn't as good as the Yeah, first one. see, I haven't seen Sinister 2. I'm afraid to. Like, I think I'm going to hate it. Yeah. Yeah. It's less scary, though, I think. It's, yeah. I think they tried too hard. See, Adam's only been genuinely freaked out by two movies, and that's Blair Witch Project and Sinister. So I'm afraid to watch the second one because I think he's not going to be as freaked out by it, and then I'm not going to have any power over him anymore. <laughs> they try and, like, try really hard to make it creepier, and it doesn't right. necessarily work. Well, because, like, the shock value is already gone because you know what the premise is. True. That, like, it's the kids. Yeah. yeah. That's true. All right. But so, like, uh, what is it about each of them that... Um, I don't know. I feel like they generally just have, like, a creepy element. It's not just, mm-hmm. like, your typical horror slasher film. It's not just, right. like, your um, shock value scare movies. I think there's actually, like, a creepy element. Especially mm-hmm. so, like, I think, actually, I think they both kind of offer it. Yeah. Okay. Plus, there's a little bit of, like... I don't know, it feels a little more real than 100 percent some of the other scary movies out there and more like plausibility to it. Right. So I don't know, that's what I like about those ones. Okay. So is that like your favorite horror movie also or just Halloween? Probably. Okay. Yeah. Uh well next question. What horror movie or Halloween esque movie do you have to watch every year? Uh this one's easy. I would say uh, Evil Dead Two. Because Evil Dead Two is one of the greatest horror movies ever made. Now, some might say it's it's a comedy movie. I would say it's very heavily horror comedy, and that's what really caused my love of that genre. Was It started with the Evil Dead series, so Evil Dead 2 for sure. You are writing a slasher movie. What is your character's weapon, and what is his MO? So who is he killing? Red. Do a samurai sword. Okay. Okay. It's different. We haven't seen that one in a in a horror movie yet. Mm-hmm. Seen a lot of other movies. It's true. Kill Bill. And I yeah. And I own one. Yeah. I own two. Well, I own one and you own one because I got a surprise katana one day. Adam works at a sword shop, so he brings home weapons a lot. That's true. <laughs> um, and I really just wanted to excuse that another katana in the house, and she likes it. Mm-hmm. It's a very happy katana. Um, and who's he killing? Oh, he's going, yeah, he's a, he's a samurai sword guy, and he's going after all the white people that co-opted the Asians. So, like, uh, the culture appropriation white people, that's who he's going after. So is this, like, a period piece, or? No, it's, like, right now. Hmm. Yeah. 
You don't find that problematic in today's climate? Well, I mean, he's killing people that are culturally appropriate. appropriate. I guess. All right. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's certainly the time for a movie like that. I'll give you that. Yeah. I'm going to say, because I like, I like weapons that we've never seen before. Because you've seen machetes and axes and knives, whatever. And I was watching slumber party massacre the other day and the guy has a drill like a straight up long ass drill and i was like that's very refreshing so i want something that's very different maybe like a like a weed whacker but like one that you've engineered yourself to like it's got i don't know longer blades maybe it's got machetes for blades or something i don't know but like a like a sick weed whacker okay you know because like all right let me paint you a story so you murder someone and then all of a sudden you're just like oh i was just doing some yard work the guy ran that way everyone's gonna believe you because who's gonna kill someone with a weed whack i don't know who he would kill maybe just anybody i like so what i like most about the first halloween movie is that michael myers is just like walking around and he's like oh her. I'm going to kill her. And then he like kills anyone that's in his way. Like there's no one specifically that he's, I mean, it ends up kind of being babysitters, but like, they're just, they just happen to be in his way. Right. So just anybody. Cause that's the scariest thing. I think when there's no rhyme or reason for violence. Okay. Like obviously the weapon's definitely going to be an ax for me. Okay. Just like, like, I'd be, it's more gory, you know. I got you. Like straight, it's more personal. It's straight like, to the uh, head, or is he like every every time he's like maybe the knees once, maybe the back it's once? Like what wherever are you? Wherever it hits. Okay, I got you. <laughs> I like it. It's yeah. gory and sadistic, and I like it. Who is he gonna go after? Okay. Um, I feel like it's gonna have to be a blonde because all blondes, sorry, but like blonde. No Not redheads, obviously. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I think blondes. Blondes. Women or men. Or men. So just yeah. blondes in general. Just just doesn't like them. So like blondes long hair, blondes short hair, blondes in general. Blondes in general. I feel like the classic like slasher horror movie thing is either like a machete or something like that. Mm. I feel like that's like the classic. Okay. So is he uh is he going after like he's machete to the neck, machete like wherever? Like what do you I feel like you kinda can't like Beggars can't be choosers on that one. Okay, yeah. Like. He's just macheting everybody. Whatever's gotcha. Available. Okay, so what's his MO? I feel like you have to go with the staple, like, college-age oh, kids yeah. that were probably just somewhere mm. they shouldn't be. I like that. I really do. <laughs> like, Because it's always... You're always like, all right, I could I could watch these kids die. Yeah. You know? It's more personal. It's close to your own age group. Absolutely, yeah. You're writing a slasher film. What is your killer's weapon and what is his MO? So what weapon is my serial killer and why is he doing it? Um, I would, okay, so I'm, I feel like, you know, you got the machete with Jason. You got the glove with, with Freddy. You've got the chainsaw with Leatherface. What item are we overlooking you know what item can actually be terrifying and it doesn't even need to be sharp you know not a lot of love goes to blunt objects so i'm thinking i would be terrified i think it'd be a cool thing if you had a slow moving character like jason but he's dragging around a freaking sledgehammer and he's just bashing people's skulls in that's what i think so i would say his his um his thing uh his his weapon of choice would be the sledgehammer. Maybe he's Triple H. I don't know. I'm not in charge of casting. But <laughs> he's got a sledgehammer. And then, uh, well, what's his motivation? Well, he's Triple H and he's trying to kill all the other wrestlers. I mean, that's pretty simple right there, right? I mean, it, it, WWE Studios could make this movie. I'm just, I'm just saying these are some ideas. <laughs> no, I'd like to think that his MO is... You know what? Screw it. Yeah, we're sticking with it. It's Triple H. Triple H is the, the serial killer. He's got a sledgehammer, and he's he's killing. He's burying the younger talent. If you uh, watch pro wrestling, you know what that means. Okay, what is your go-to 
Halloween spooky season activity. You have to do it every year or it's not Halloween. The yearly party, I guess, that we have. Yeah. Yeah. Our friends, uh, we always just throw a Halloween party mm -hmm. at somebody's house. And this year we're going to Gomez's house. We can't put that on the internet. We can't put it on the internet. I would say haunted houses, but I haven't done it the last two years. A, because last year somebody decided to almost die, so I couldn't go. And then this year, uh, 2020 is a bitch. So um, usually haunted houses, though, I really they they really get me in the in the spoopy spirit. Um, but I mean, carving pumpkins is also a go to. There's a there's a, a few haunted hayrack rides we could probably do this year that are relatively safe. Today is the 28th. I know, it's cutting close, <laughs> but I'm saying that we could. I guess we could go on Friday. Okay. I'll look, look into it. Look into it. Okay. Okay, so specifically Halloween, that's hard because I just love decorating for fall. Yeah. Or just like but spooky season in general. Like I have to carve pumpkins. Mm -hmm. And like it has to be like a spooky pumpkin. Like it can't be a happy pumpkin. Like it has right. to be like with the theme of the season. Yes. Well, it's like we carved pumpkins the other day and Adams was a BLM, Black Lives Matter, which is like, I get it. It's okay, but it's not it a jack-o'-lantern. It goes with the times for sure. But like, you also have to carve a jack-o'-lantern. Like, Most definitely a right? jack-o'-lantern or something so, spooky. So like, do you usually do like a generic two triangle eyes, triangle nose, uh, what do no. you do? I've done a few things. I've done like a black cat. I've done a okay. ghost. It just depends on how I'm feeling. Halloween creatures, vampires, werewolves, whatever. What's your go-to? Probably werewolves. That's always a good one. Okay, why? I don't know. I just like them. You just like them? Yeah. I'm with you. I don't know why I picked that one. Yeah. I feel like vampires are cool, but there's so many different iterations of them. Yeah, it's very hard to distinguish what vampire you are. Yeah, I feel yeah. like the vampires are really different. Whereas werewolves are fairly straightforward. Mm -hmm. But you can have like ones that look different that are kind of cool. Right. But like the whole genealogy of vampires, I feel like is so different. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, especially once Twilight got involved. So true. That's there's been so many Draculas and they're all vastly different. Yeah, they are. Mm -hmm. Like you've got the original Bela Lugosi, which was very Hungarian, but people think he's Transylvanian. And then you right. had, uh, oh, God, well, then, oh yeah, it is. It is just called Dragon. Is you it? Yeah. Definitely watch it if you haven't. I haven't yet. I'm apprehensive about it because I was afraid it was going to be bad. But like, if you say it's good, I'll trust you. I felt but... like it was pretty good. I felt like they definitely paid a good homage to some things. Mm -hmm. And well, like you've read, you've read Bram Stoker's Dracula. Mm -hmm. It's based on that. Right. Loosely. Uh, yeah, I yeah. Think that's like a style. See, that's the thing is, there's been there's been like six, seven Dracula yeah. films, but yeah. they're all so different. Oh yeah, they're, that's. They're did you different. see the one with Gary Oldman? It was very like he had he had like a like a heart shaped head. He was very like old and decrepit. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember that one. I haven't seen that one. Yeah. Also, I don't like it when my Dracula has wings. Yeah. Or like um. And again, I, I get that in the book they said something about him, like, being able to turn into a wolf, but that's not, like, what I grew up with. So, like, yeah, that Gary Oldman like, one, he turns into a wolf, right, and I didn't like that. Uh, yeah. Like, I want my vampires to be bats. That's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. But no, this one's definitely worth watching. I thought, mm -hmm. it was a, I thought Netflix did a fairly good job. Vampires. Why? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so, of course, every teen girl is obsessed with watching, like, Twilight. Vampire Diaries. Vampire Diaries. Books. Do you know, we just, not just, it's been like the last couple of months, but we started re-watching Vampire Diaries because I was obsessed with it back in the day and he had never seen it. We're on like season, what, they had like eight. We're on season seven. Like, and I, I stopped at six because it was when uh, Nina Dobrev left the show. Okay. So we're watching seven and eight right now and I've never seen them and it's, Redonk, man. Did you finish this this series? I have finished all of them. I think I want to rewatch. Yeah. Well, okay. So, did you know? So, Caroline gets pregnant with the yes. twins. Did you know that was because Candace, what's her name, got pregnant and yes. they had to figure it out? Okay. So, this year, what are you being for Halloween, Adam? 
I'm going to be a murder hornet. Yeah. <laughs> I got a little t-shirt. Grace is going to make it all look like a bee. Mm -hmm. It's a yellow one, so she's got to put some black stripes on it. Got some bee wings. Um, and then I got this uh, little uh, bandana that has little antennas on it. And then I've got like a, uh, a mugshot card. Yeah. And it says, name, murder hornet. Crime, murder. And date's going to be 2020. And I got bloody knife too. Yeah. Because I'm a murder hornet. Because I think uh, originally when we were talking about this year's Halloween party, we joked that the theme was just going to be 2020. Because yeah. there's been so many scary things in 2020. Well, someone was afraid that we'd offend somebody by doing something wrong. And... Right. Which, fair. Fair, fair. I think... I think it'd be kind of hard to offend somebody with a murder hornet. Nobody's died right. by murder hornets. Well, not here. Oh. So this year, I am going to be a broken wind-up doll. Um, it's something that I've wanted to do for a very, very long time. And uh, so I was like, yeah, I might as well just do it this year. Um, so I got this voodoo doll dress. Um, I was going to make my own, but it was going to take too long and be too expensive. So uh, I got it at Spirit Halloween. And then I got some like broken doll tights. So it looks like porked or uh, cracked porcelain. And then I'm going to do like cracked porcelain makeup on my face. And since it's COVID and uh, you need to wear a mask everywhere, I made a white face mask and then I embroidered um, a little, a little mouth and then little cracks on it. So that should be pretty cool. And then I've got a, wind up key that's like a belt so it's gonna it's gonna just look like a black belt in the front but it's a wind up key in the back so i'm pretty excited about that this year for halloween what are you being give me whatever you uh, have whatever you have give me what you think you're going with okay don't tell my husband mm -hmm. look away gomez i want to be brave because of my curly Yes, please. But uh, you know what? Uh -huh. Another really good costume for me would be Chucky. <gasps> and then what would he be? Like, just you guys do your own separate thing? or Yeah. Okay. Rachel, 100%. Please be Chucky. Because he has, what, overalls? Yeah. Yeah. Because it would be so easy to find overalls. A or, or I have overalls you can borrow. I, don't even, I like, wouldn't even have to try out my hair. No, just leave it down. It's just leave it down. Crazy. Yeah. That's I like that. Please do that. What's uh what was your the other thing you were gonna say? Um uh brave. Right. I have a lot of little girls who see me out on the street who are like And they say that brave. I'm not brave. Uh I look like brave. <laughs> You're not Merida. You just no. you just look like Merida. I mean I wish I was her. So would that be a couple's costume or just you? I mean, obviously, I would be the main character. 100%. No, you... I was just thinking he would be a Viking. <laughs> okay. I think I think he'd pull off a Viking well. I do, too. Right? Yeah. 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 I lied to you. Last question. What are you doing this Halloween? We are throwing a party. Where, Grace? Oh. 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 We're oh. throwing a party, Grace. Oh. We're throwing a party. Where's it going to be, Rachel? Gomez residence. The Gomez residence. Put the address on the web. I'm not going to do that, Rachel. No. no. This is coming out two days before Halloween. What's so the, the club downstairs. So we're we're throwing up some lights. We're having a party in the basement, and it's called Club Booze. Get it? Because of ghosts. Because of Halloween. Thank you for answering my questions, Rachel. Thanks Any for having me. Anything else uh, spooky Halloween that you want to say? Anything at all? Let's get spooky, folks. Let's get spooky. Hey! hey. I don't know. Rachel always wants something to do, do something together, but right. I wanted Rachel to go with Miss Frizzle from like Magic School Bus, but she turned me down on that one. She would be so cute as that. That's what I said. But, um, <laughs> so what would you be then if she did she that? That's what we couldn't decide. Oh, okay. So would you be uh what Liz the lizard? Yeah, who knows? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, unless you want to do brave, but then I would just have to be some like generic Viking thing. I but think I you'd look good as a Viking though. I feel like that's like a easy way out. But if you're gonna do like a Pixar character, just a mm -hmm. character, you might as well 
do something. I mean, there's nothing to do. say that you can't be another Pixar Disney and just stay on that thing. Yeah. But I, think, I like the Chucky idea. I think that'd be easy. Mm-hmm. And that'd be a good costume. Yeah. So what would, would you be like a package deal or would you be something else then if she yeah, did that? Yeah, that's the question too. I, guess, right. I don't remember the major players on Chucky. Like the Bride of Chucky has that, but I can't like think of another staple like character. So Rachel's Chucky and you're the Bride of Chucky. Apparently, I think is that's what's happened. Uh, anyway, I hope this was good enough, Grace. I did, I did my hardest. I gave you the best answers I could. I believed in it. Begin listen to my voice on on other podcasts like Loud Sports, Tinfoil Radio. I've been on this show. I'm really uh, excited that uh, Grace wanted me to part be a part of this as well. Uh, Tinfoil AV, we're family. And uh, those other podcasts I mentioned are part of Tinfoil AV. So thanks so much for having me be a part of this. Hope you enjoy yourself. Happy Halloween, everybody. Um, And uh, stay safe. Be smart. Ooh, that was was really nice transition music. I liked it. It was. Um... So yeah, thank you for listening to our Halloween special. So a um, little different, just, you know, Halloween spirit. I don't know how I was planning on ending this, like every episode. Uh, yeah, so you can follow the podcast on Don't Touch That It's Haunted at Instagram. Um, follow along with my Halloween movie marathon for the last few days. Bam. Yeah. Next week, I might go over, like, all of the movies that I did, like, just briefly and be like, watch this one. Don't watch this one. You know, whatever. So, yeah. Everybody have a fun and safe and socially distant Halloween. And uh, if you would like to share photos of your costumes or whatever you're doing, um, you can tag me on Instagram or you can email me at don't touch that it's haunted at gmail so yeah everybody have a fun halloween just remember don't touch that it's haunted it's haunted